All right, so this this episode of A Hero's Journey Podcast is brought to you by JPS Computers. Jesse, Alex, thank you so much. And then we have S&P Inc. right here in Las Vegas, in Seattle, in Arizona, all over the country. And if you're listening from all over the world, Rock Rage Radio, thank you so much. Uh, today's episode is actually, uh, it's really special to me because about three years ago or so, I get a call. I'm, uh, it's the middle of the pandemic, and I've been friends with these guys for a long time in many different ways. But in the middle of the pandemic, I'm on the floor at Red Rock Harley-Davidson, and I'm selling bikes. And I get a call, and they're like, Brian, we need you. We've, this is happening. This is happening. I'm like, wait, slow down. What's going on? And, and they're like, we need a manager. And I went, oh, I, I, I can't be that guy. I, I just, I can't do that. There's just so much going on in my world and you guys deserve better because you're doing great things. And they're like, but we need an agent. And I'm like, I just wish I could do that. And then like 20 minutes later, I had him on a phone, on a phone call with an agent out of Hollywood. And this relationship started right then. It We went full on business and you would think they live here because I see the guy to my left, like almost every month. And um, it's, it's awesome. They should just move here and we would be doing the podcast from right here at Sticky Paw Studios. Um, so on my left, I love this guy. Uh, we met because I'm in a band called Elvis Monroe. He's in radio. Uh, they, have a they have a podcast called Dadcast. This is awesome, JP Pierce, dude. So this is going to be this is going to be one of those blend episodes. Yep. Heroes Journey podcast and Dadcast together, dude. There's a, if I had clapping, oh, I, I, I'd, I'd be clapping. Oh, thank you, thank you very much, man. You know? And this is I think the third time I've been on the show. Yes, here. and I love coming out here, man. I love doing your show. I love what you do. Um, you had me thinking right off the bat during that introduction when the relationship started, and we're talking a ye two years after that. You started Hero's Journey. Right. And you told me, you've told me in private, and now the world is going to know that if it wasn't for DadCast and the relationship we had, we actually helped spring you. You totally did. To start Hero's Journey. And look at you now, man. You've yeah. surpassed us in YouTube subs. <laughs> That's It's amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I'm just, I'm so proud of the work you have done. Thank you. And you know, without each other, man, it's, no, it's, it's just, it's, the, it's a beautiful symbiotic thing. Exactly. Without you guys, you, I have been, I was guest hosting with you guys. Mm. Uh, I remember a day that mm. you actually joked around about, Oh, we got our special guest host, uh, Mr. Brian Hopkins from Elvis Monroe, and now it's the Brian Show. And and I went, oh shit! Like, what am I doing? Like, I apologize for that. Yeah, and yeah. then I went silent. And afterwards, you called me, and you're like, dude, you okay? Yes. You like you weren't talking, and and like I was just kidding. Uh, but that right there, it, it just kind of it gave me this. Okay, maybe I could do this, but. Knowing that I was trying to help you guys out for for the longest time and watching you guys grow uh, through the pandemic, you guys did something special and continued to do that. And it's a blast. Like I'm like I got someone. You're like uh, maybe in three months. Yeah, you know, right? Because you're so booked up, which is incredible. And I'm proud of you guys. I appreciate but it. I'm gonna let you. Well, for starters, Dadcast in a Dadcast episode. 
Who are your sponsors? There you go. It's funny you say such things. Uh, before we do the sponsor, though, sure. if that's all right, yeah. I, I would like to introduce the other guy. Okay. The other guy is going to actually tell the sponsors, if that's all right. Oh, sure. Making his first appearance, kind of. Kind of. In Vegas <laughs> on the Hero's Journey podcast. It is my co-host extraordinaire, Mr. Nick Friggin' Martin via Zoom yeah. in Oregon. How you doing, buddy, man? Welcome. Well. Yeah, hey, I'm in Oregon. <laughs> I should be in Vegas with you guys doing cool shit, but that's all right. I gotta, I gotta sell some cars. Whatever, I'm here. Do your thing, and, and, and let's yeah. let's talk about our sponsors real quick. Yeah, so we've got Red Redcon One. Um, what what do they go by? The, the gun manufacturer is it just Redcon One? Oh, Redcon One Weapons out of Eagle Point, Oregon. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Those guys are amazing. They made JP the coolest gun I have ever seen in my entire life. And man, so check out our social media for the pictures, the videos, all that kind of cool stuff. Yeah. Redcon1weapons.com. Sorry. Amazing. My bad. Yeah. No. Um, we're also sponsored by Bucked Up Energy. Um, Lions Not Sheep. So cool Bucked Up Energy shirt. If you guys want to go order something, hit up our website, dadcast.co. Hit the link. Order whatever you like on there. Supplements clothing, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and we've got some other sponsors we're working on that we'll announce soon. Nice. Love oh, that. Love that. Oh, wait. We've oh. got the new one. I'm going to let you do the new one. That's uh, that's all you, buddy. There's a new one? I don't know. See, Nick, these are things uh, we need to talk about. This, we, we need to preemptive this real quick. Five minutes ago... I didn't know Nick was going to be on the podcast yeah, and five, today. And three minutes ago, you went, hey, maybe we should have yes. Nick on the show. And I right. said, I already got him. Right. But, and and, <laughs> and, and sure. with I'm that, just gonna jump in and say se- it. seven minutes ago, I should have had a conversation with him to know what he's talking about. So, Nick, man, have at this, please. Okay. So, bluechews.com. Guys. <laughs> oh, man. This this is great. The, the, the ad copy they gave us is fantastic. JP, take it away, buddy. You did. You have the radio voice. What you sent me was phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. it. It's you know when, when that when that mailman arrives. Or we <laughs> we are not contractually obligated to uh, do the ad copy on this episode, uh, but check it out, bluechew.com. If you're looking to, uh, you know, spice things up in the bedroom. Or, oh, geez. You know, All and, right. Uh, they're called Blue Chew. You know, okay. you can put two and two together. You know, yeah. you want to increase your stamina. You want you want to improve things in the bedroom. Bluechew.com. Go check it out. All the details are right there. Wow. All so, right. So this, so this is what you got to look forward to, Brian, when you're a dad in your mid-40s. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's going to come knocking at your door yes that's, that's awesome that is awesome so, yeah, yeah that's a new sponsor we oh. we uh yeah. recently teamed up with uh, the believe network and they are now distributing our uh, our podcasts on the dadcast congratulations thanks man appreciate that you They're, think that i would know these things because i work with you guys too but but you're so busy yeah dude it's It's... i'm so proud of you guys thanks man like this is you're killing now nick off the air we were actually talking about your health and how how are you doing because uh about about a year ago you tried to come out and be on the show and you didn't even make it through the first night you had to fly home to emergency room back in oregon yeah so i kind of had like a minor stroke about a year ago in Vegas, and then it turned into I have a hole in my spine and a bunch of other health, weird health issues that uh, we've kind of figured out some pain management and ways to overcome getting through the day and getting through workouts. So things are looking a little bit better. There's been 
a few days here and there where I just can't get out of bed because it's so bad. But other than that, it's 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 just it's just kind of getting through the day and you know remembering that if you got to keep grinding, you can't just give up. You can't just lay in bed. I've got little kids that need me. I've got a wife that needs me. I've got a business partner that needs me. I've got other things going on. So there's, you know, there's a lot more than just me going on. And it's just basically get up, get moving, keep doing stuff, um, fight through the pain and figure it out. It's kind of what I've been doing lately. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of wild because it just came up uh, top of my head right now. My... I started to go fund me. I didn't even start it. One of my uh, one of my old bandmates is a guy named Steven Stotts, and he owns the Pioneer Saloon. Uh-huh. Um, he came into my life when I just started music. I was you know twenty one years old. Um, he's very successful now. Doing he owns real estate, put the Pioneer, all these different things, and he turned around and uh, started to go fund me for my brother right. to do adult stem cell because um, it's. If you don't, you're listening out there. My brother is suffering from an enlarged heart, which is shutting down other organs in his body. His his heart grew two and a half times its size because half of it died, and it functions at it was ten percent. And we were out in your area. Yeah. We were in Medford um, when we discovered this. They gave him three months to live, and he's it's three and a half years now, and. So we did some research, and this was the this was a shot, right? right. And um, to send him to an island just off, you know, outside of Florida, um, where they do this. And I just did a show in L.A., and one of my buddies is the leading one of the leading scientists in aging science and stem cell. He's like, this is this is for real, right? right? So he donated $2,000 and then said, you got to get your brother to USC to see me, uh, one, and then get him there. And so I was like, okay, you know, we, I raised like 6000 by putting it out to the fans. And then yesterday, we get a $20,000 donation. Wow, man. Was it anonymous? It was anonymous. Okay. But here was the thing. My boy, Steven Stotts... Uh, over the weekend was doing a benefit concert and um, with his with our old band early dawn for Breastfest and then off to the side, 33 different people who knew my brother, who know my brother, all donated, he said. And the, and there was twenty thousand dollars that was raised. So that's enough money to send my brother. So I'm putting on a show here in Vegas and Ben and I are putting together something right now. Yeah. To pay for the travel. And the hotel that, you know, that, to go out there and stay for, it's going to be about a week that he has to do this. And then... Are you um, going with? I don't know yet. Uh, we may send my mom. Okay. My mom's like, I brought him into this world. I want I want to uh, I want to do this with him. And... Uh, if you need... Obviously, we could talk more about this off the air, but it, it, I, I, I come from L.A. I, I know plenty of people. Um, if you need a place to stay, I guarantee oh, I can make it happen. Appreciate it. It's it's not LA. It's uh, thank you though, but yeah. it's it's not LA. It's oh, it's the island off Florida. Exactly. Well, it's funny. I know people in Florida too. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. So. so yeah, so do I. But it's it's like <laughs> literally, yeah. So anyway, so this is what's going on, and um, and I couldn't believe it. It was in a, it was a miracle day. My little sister goes and and the the our old high school 
was being uh, remodeled or redone, and you could buy a brick and do anything to it. And we wake up yesterday to her saying, you know, I bought a brick, I donated money, and also bought a brick and put everyone's, uh, our names on it, Brian, Cody, Angel, Buffy, right. the year we graduated, and our last name, Hopkins. So it's going to be part of that high school building. So I was oh, like, cool. it was really, yeah, it was really special. And so yesterday was an amazing day. And today was, I woke up going, did that really happen? Because, you know, I, w I knew I was like $21,000, $22,000 away from right. the goal. But I'm on the phone with my brother saying, hey, I need you to think that this is happening because it's just money. He's like, yeah, it's a lot of money. I'm like, but it can be done. We can do this. Yeah. And, and and it happened. So thank you, Stephen. I love you. Stephen started it. That's Steven, amazing. It's a blessing. And I mean, wow. Yeah, it's exactly. going to happen. You know? Exactly. It's happening. Because I, mean, I know how your brother is, how you feel about your brother, yeah. man. That's. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Thank I, you. I got my hairs. Are, you yeah. can see them. Yep. Right no. there thinking well, about thank it. Thank you, man. Yeah, I love you, man. Thing. Cody's a great dude too. Like I've met him a couple of times. Absolutely amazing person. And thank you. Hopefully this, yeah. Hopefully this works out, man. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. You know, yeah. having a chance. You know, because it's been borrowed time. Like we we have been on the phone together at like one o'clock in the morning for like two hours in the last month. There were some scary moments. He was thinking this is it because he was told by the doctor that it would be one of these attacks that takes him or he goes to sleep and doesn't wake up. And he can feel, he feels different. Yeah. And it's scaring him and it's scaring us. So I just sit on the phone and talk to him and then we get to a point where we're quoting movies and laughing and How talking How soon about can children. we get him to the as, as soon as That's the thing. It's now, it's as soon as possible. So yeah, but we, we, I said yesterday, you know, you need to make the call. You need to put the down payment down, get that going. Um, let's let's get an appointment. Let's get you out there. Let's not mess around. Let's make this happen. And so no matter what, I want to thank everybody out there who just put out positive vibes, prayers, whatever you believe in. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for doing this for my brother. Thank you for donating $5, 20 whatever, a dollar. It's all your money. You've earned it, and you chose to give it to my brother. I love you guys. Thank you so much for doing that. And to Stephen and Stephanie for organizing this, because the hardest thing for me was it took me a month to ask, to put it on social media. It was stuck at $1,100 for a month, and then as soon as I put it, out there it jumped up to six thousand yeah and when i checked it yesterday i was in like i couldn't catch my breath i called my mom i called cody and he's freaking out i called my mom and she can't breathe i'm like mom sit down you know it was it was just for the opportunity to have a chance that's that's what we want and i can talk about it like this and not get emotional i was emotional yesterday but it plays out like a movie you know what i'm saying i'm playing it like these are steps yeah. in, in, in what we have to do. And we've all been there. We've all, you know, you know, we, we all lose people and whatnot, but this is my brother. So we're going to do what I can. Um, before we jump ahead, I want to thank producer Chase, who's leaving for Austria here real soon. And by the time this one airs, he'll actually be there. 
I got to tell you something that this guy's doing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm spinning this and you guys going to get a kick out of this. So yesterday's episode, I asked him, I said, Hey Chase, uh, you know, how did this come about? And he said, Oh, well, I, I was already going out there to perform at a festival. They had to get my ticket, move it ahead and, and move it. So, but now I have nowhere to go for three days. I have nowhere to stay. So what did you say you're going to do? So I just uh, oh, I don't. Wow. There we go. So I just uh, I got on Tinder in Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> Vienna Tinder. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I've just been swiping, you know, and like, uh, you know, I've got some like potential places to stay right here, you know. Tinder's a lot cheaper than like three nights at a hotel, you know. Now Chase, do you currently have a girlfriend or a wife? No. So you could literally probably find your future ex-wife in in Vienna. It's very possible. Very possible. I, I, I was like, what do you Amazing. call this? And 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 George said. A homeless sexual. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, hom- homosexuals are a real thing, you know? Really? Uh, oh, yeah. It's like, you know, you just, uh, you, you don't have a place to stay, so you just kind of trade, we'll, we'll say favors, for a place to stay for the night. I read something wow. somewhere recently that a guy, a homeless guy, for real, uh, was able to survive like a year and a half homeless be doing that exact thing just swiping right or whatever and uh wow. finding places to stay and he and he's uh couch surfed for a year and a half no i don't know if it's a different woman every night but you know whatever so, he, so he was able we, to do we it we need to get with the city of grants pass and the city of medford and talk to our population at the parks and teach them this method okay that's an entirely <laughs> different topic though nick <laughs> Pump your brakes. Cleaning up the parks, bro. May may I introduce our our guy here at the table here? Is he a homeless sexual, though? Uh, We'll we'll ask him. (laughs) Um, Nick, Brian, Chase behind the board. I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine. We recently met uh, via some side gigs works that we do together, and we become friends, become close. I brought him to Vegas to show him what I think is really what you need to see in Vegas. we both left our ladies. He's a friend of mine. His name is Robert Craig. Robert. Hey, Robert. Sir. What's up, buddy? Hey. Sorry to it show. took so long to get hey, you no introduced. <laughs> now, now, to answer the question, are you a homeless sexual? Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Nick, he has, we talk about being dads all the time, um, him and I, we, you know, doing our work, and I it's like I don't want to put him on the spot, but he is the literal perfect guest for our show that I think we should have on sometimes because when we talk about some of the things that frustrate us as dads, this guy, it's like tenfold more. At least the way he presents okay. some of these issues and problems he has with the kids. And, and don't get me wrong, there's just like all of us, we've all got issues as parents. You know, some things are difficult, some things are not, but there's some here that you know, I actually take pride in it, man. And I'll admit it to you right up front, Robert. You actually come and ask me for advice Hell yeah. on a lot of things. I and, mean, seriously. And I don't that that kind of it, it makes my heart big. Also makes my brain a little bit big. But <laughs> I really super appreciate that, and I hope some of my advice helps. So what it is is perspective. Sometimes once in a blue moon, you, you get caught up into yourself and it's your own world, and your views are yours, right or wrong, but they're yours. But listening to you opens up so many different thought pathways, how I could treat my children, how I could talk to my children, how I can see or relate from them. Mm-hmm. You know, my downside is as a parent, number one, 
treated them like friends. There is my number one issue. My kids were my friends. Ah. All downhill from there. Yeah. We were equals from down from, from day one. Number two, I am from a time period of like 1970, 1980, and I cannot relate to my kids if I'm like 50 years ago. Right. <laughs> you know, I cannot say, well, well when I was your age, you know, it, <clears throat> the evolution of our children, we can't relate. We didn't have the internet. Amen. <laughs> there, there is an Achilles heel right there. Do not give your children a cell phone until they're like 14, 15. <laughs> oh, that's going to be tough. Guilty. Yeah. Uh, my 10-year-old, I mean, I kind of have to in this day and age. You know, I want to FaceTime them. I want to call them. And in retrospect, I probably could have gotten her a flip phone, not a smartphone. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, yeah, it's it's difficult sometimes. But like I said, man, it was it's really cool to see that you know, people are asking me for advice because I don't think am I, I'm by no means a perfect parent. I'm very, very far from it. I don't know. I'm gonna have to disagree with that. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, that's really brother. Kind. But I'm not perfect. That's really kind. You no, saw me yell at my kid last night, but for a particular reason. <laughs> so, let's say some ill things about me. I react before I think. Yeah. Now, I've learned this from you. Seriously. In, 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 in the six months we've been hanging out, I've been retrospecting how I deal with my children. Is that Who's your phone? phone? Can't be mine. Nope. Someone alarm going off? That's crazy. There's a what? random phone, a phone going off somewhere, somewhere in, in this. That's wild. Somebody's oh. phone. <laughs> oh, it was his phone. Okay. Uh, we're all good. Uh, embarrassment. So, so I apologize. So we back up. You learned to react before thinking from me. Is that what you're saying? Basically. To react before thinking. No, to think. From okay. Me. I'm like, yes. really? That's not good. <laughs> no, no, no. No, and, so, and I think the other thing is if you have one child, you can control the situation. When you have two children, you think, okay, well, the next one's going to be just like the first. But then when you have three, and then you have four, and then you have five, it's kind of, there's, there's no book that says all five are going to be completely different individuals. Nick, we're, we're in your territory here, buddy. He's, I mean, Nick had to jump off. He had, oh. he had a... Uh, you selling a car? Yeah, he, let's go. <laughs> nice. Let's go, Nick. Let's sell Nick. a car. Yeah, but yeah, buddy. I'm sorry. Okay. No, that that is that is probably one of the issues. I wish I had known. You know, hindsight 2020. Right. Is all five of them are different. Mm -hmm. When I got my second, I started to raise it as my first. When I had my third, trying to uh, have the experiences from my other two, you can't, and it's frustrating because you're like, well, if A, B, and C. Why is D so difficult? <laughs> right. Well, they, they, every single one's a learning experience, even to this day. I mean, Brian, you're, you, your kids are grown. Yeah. You're adults. Yeah. I, I would venture to say and place a large wager on the fact that you're still learning something new every single oh, day when it comes to parenting. All the time. I, I, I think about this a lot, even they're adults. And I wonder, am I a good dad? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's... Uh, because where where's the cutoff? Where do I have to stop? You know, like I, I can't parent them, but I find myself. But here's where I leave it at. Now, my son will go, Dad, I need your advice. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. 
this oh, is where I get I'd I love get to have that. I, wish I get I to chime that. in and and give advice on that and or my daughter same thing my daughter less she she has her own world she's married you know they she's got her world that she's built and I just try and find a way to fit in yeah. that world and same with my son and um but it's it's really cool because uh, I've mentioned it on other episodes, but my son started binge watching uh, Hero's Journey podcast. And what he did was he got inspired by the guests I've had. Okay. And the stories that had been told. And he used the words, there were times I watched the episodes and it was like, your guests were talking to me on the day that I needed to hear it. And oh. no offense, dad, but it's, you know, it's coming from somebody he either is a fan of or, or you know, looked looked up to because in the first thirty minutes they were building a rapport with him as he's sitting there in Florida, you know, and they're speaking to him. Mm-hmm. Well, he ended up joining a gym, uh, started working out, then started doing jujitsu. Um, he lost seventy five pounds. He stopped drinking, smoking weed. He, it's like three years, no drinking, uh, a year, no weed. He just, he ran a marathon. He um, just entered his second competition in jujitsu. He took gold in the first one. In the second one, he took gold and then bronze. And this was from a kid who doesn't compete in anything, never competed in anything. He put himself through college because when I wanted to send him to college, you know, like you could go, he wasn't ready, right? didn't want to do it. And I'm like, you know, throw my hand, okay. You know, and then went later on his own because now it's his choice and now he's not going to mess this up, you know, and, and I'm, that's amazing. Good, good for you. So Note to self. Yeah. Watch more Heroes Journey podcast. <laughs> I need to start binge watching. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Seventy five pounds he lost. Yeah. He. Lo- I saw That's him. Like literally the number I need to lose. Yeah, I went to Florida to do some shows. My son shows up and he looked like a different person completely. I'm like, he looks like he did when he was in high school, and he's in great shape, but. He didn't compete, didn't work out, didn't do anything like that. He used to work out with me when he was about 14, 15 years old at the gym. That was it. That was the extent of his workout. So if I created this show just to speak to my son, eh, yeah, there you go. Seriously. Winner. But that's the great thing, man, is you didn't. No. But you did. Exactly. <laughs> and that man is what it is all about. And, you know, if he's getting inspired, I, I know countless others, man, yeah. who, you know, I don't need to mention names, but that are so inspired by your show. And I take full responsibility. <laughs> I love and it's it. amazing. It's <laughs> I, love <laughs> I love that, man. Thank you. Thank no, man, you. seriously, it's, yeah. it's amazing. I want to ask both of you a question when it comes to dads. Yeah. Okay. You can't fix the past. Heck no. You can't fix the past. Right. What's done is done. But is there anything that you wish you could do moving forward now that maybe you haven't done or maybe thought about doing when it comes to your kids? Basically, any regrets you'd like to fix? And if so, what are you waiting for? Right. 
Well, and that's the thing. That's what I'm doing now. Um, trying to, because they, my kids grew up, I lived in LA. I was in Hollywood and they were in Oregon. Now, I just talked to my sister this morning about it. I'm like, you know that space that Scott lives now, our buddy? I go, he lives in the, the our screen doors would have hit, hit doors. It was mm-hmm. like this really cool condo type one level space and um, with a yard. And that's where I lived and I had my kids there. And then one day their mom was like, I'm going back to Oregon. And I'm like, I can't go with you. And there was, we weren't, it wasn't a forever thing. And so, and I was doing my best. Yeah. Um, but I was an actor who like when, when I got roles on stuff, she would lock herself in the bathroom and whatnot. She didn't want me to be successful. Um, so that was, that was tough. Yeah. Success meant, you know, my, my Sacrifice. home life was going to be a wreck. And so my kids grew up in Oregon, Salem, and uh, I would just have to go back as often as possible and then have them come stay with me and live with me in the summer. And what was great was, um, you know, the one thing I know I did good was the time I spent with them. They, they have no regrets. Like good. I ask them, would you change anything? And they're like, no, because I get to do what I've, uh, this person that I've become that they said, we had that to look up to. You were going after the things that you wanted and being a kid from Oregon like they were, you know, it's, it, you have to seek them out. You know, you think you're in this little small town and it's not possible. It's just something you see on TV or you see on the internet that other people get to do. And I was able to inspire my kids that way. And, and so my daughter had been to Africa you know, volunteering at an orphanage. She's in college now. She has kids. My son has a son, and Grandpa he gra- he graduated from yeah from college. You know as well, and you know so they. I wish I could have done more for them, and so now I'm just there for them. I am there for them whenever I can, and without being in their way. And I have to realize too. When I'm in their house, that's their house. Mm-hmm. It's their rules. It's not my rules. You know what I'm saying? They raise their kids and do thing the you know the, their way. I can't enforce that. When you're in my house, it's my house. Yeah, it's my house rules. You know, so I just hope that they see that I did everything I could for them. You know, um, I, I was just sharing the story again this morning with my sister, and. I was like, she was like, oh, I just passed one of your old places. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the place where the basketball court was. And and I would take Josh and Will Smith would call me and go, hey, Brian, are you bringing your son? And I'd be like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll bring mine. And they would play together in the sand next to the basketball court. So they had each other, which was enclosed to the basketball court, but we'd play basketball. And so just those kinds of times that you know i i did everything yeah. that i could to try and give them that stuff so kind of crazy anyway, mr so. craig what about you do you remember the question i do all right so patience it's gonna take time and uh, I, again not being the perfect dad wanting the best for them but trying to lead them finding out the hard way that 
they're individuals and they want to do it their way and let go of the reins, let them do their thing. But as you said, be there. Yeah. If you need any advice, call me. If you need any help, call me. You know, like my wife is great. She's more of the dominant one. And But if you need a cosign, don't don't call me. Oh yeah. Right. Um, no, but like I, said, I got five kids. And I'm proud of my daughter Holly. She lives in uh, Poland. Mm-hmm. Right. My son, who we thought was the problem child, had a job for the last two years. Like, wow. You know? All of them went their own path. They wanted to do it their way. And as a dad, even though you have years of experience, you just got to say, okay. And so, yeah, I'm... <clears throat> Jay people say, I actually texted my daughter for the first time yesterday. I, it's been a while. I had the backstory here. I hadn't texted her for five years. Oh, wow. Um, there's been a separate... Yeah, there's been a... She went her own way. I went my own way. And I have an issue of just connecting. Once I say okay, I forget. You know, we get caught up in our day-to-day nonsense, blah, blah, tons of, uh, tons of excuses. I'm in the wrong. But listening to JP and seeing his perspective opens me up. And I'm like, you know, just say hi. Same thing with my son. Just text him. Hey, how you doing? How's things? Say hi to your mom. <laughs> Yeah, right. we, we were walking through the but casino time. yesterday, and I, I threw that out there. I was like, I, I, I put myself in his shoes, and if it's 10 years from now, and my baby girl, I haven't talked to her in a couple of years, that just, I, it's unfathomable for me even to think that that's a possibility in my life, but I put myself in his shoes, and I said, no way, no way, no hell. Uh, why don't you call her and say, hey, man, do you want to? And he says, yeah. I'm like, what's holding you back, man? And and that was a passing conversation. It wasn't. We weren't serious, eye to eye, heart to heart. It was just me. Why don't you do it, man? Whatever. And mm-hmm. we're walking to the room. I turn around. He's twenty feet back, doing his thing. And <laughs> the next hour was him texting. And I just, I, I felt so good about that that maybe I played a little part in getting that reconnection back. And you know, you're, you know, I give you that little that little push, and, and you're taking it from there, man. And again, it's what you do. The hero cast. Hero's journey. Hero's journey. Yes. Everyone can be a hero in the smallest ways by listening. Him listening to me, viewing my my situation, my problems, and him just saying simple things. Text her. Yeah. Huh? Text her. But it's those moments when it comes to heroes, listening, being there, and being open. And so that's why I'm not going to get all emotional on you, but yeah. But no, I love the fact that I have a friend like this who, who opens my eyes to my world from my relationship with my wife to everyone around me. And I like that. That's amazing. And you know, hero's journey is really, it's not having to be heroic. It's really just you wake up. If you get the chance to wake up and breathe, then you're waking up the hero of your own story. It's what are you going to do with it today? And yesterday you you took that, you took control of that yesterday and you put the ball in their court and you're able to start a line of communication that you haven't had. And thanks to, you know, a friend just going, Hey, you know, I don't know that I, that could happen in my life. You know, I could allow that to happen. And that's huge. So, you know, cause 
you know, time flies like a ton. And you're sitting here saying, you know, uh, my daughter lives in her own world, does her own thing. We used to talk every day. And now we talk once a month. But I'll ask her when she calls me, you know, or I'll try and call her. She's either cooking or, you know, cleaning. She's homeschooling. She's, she's so busy that the kids even have the phone. When I'm at her house, she doesn't have her phone on her. So she's not that person that's connected to her phone. She doesn't care. She's not on social media, any of that stuff. And so it's hard for me, but I have to realize that. Yeah. That um, that's her life and that's how she does it. And, and think about this too, you know, uh, my parents, the amount of times that I go home now, that, now that they don't live with me, they live with me for six, six years until my brother got sick. They went to go be closer to my brother, but they live with me here because I wanted to do great things with them. I wanted to bring my dad up on stage in front of thousands of people constantly. Like every time I had a show, I pulled my dad up on yes, stage. Yes, sure. I've, I've he, bared witness. He's got to open up for some of the biggest artists in country and rock and roll, period. And, and he, you know, he's looking out going, oh, we've played in front of more people than this. And that's <laughs> like that's 6,000 people. Yeah, but we've done more. And I'm like, oh, we've done more, huh, Dad? You know, so giving them that and, and walking red carpets with them and let them – get the chance to my dad driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and NASCAR and all these things that are perks of what I get to do that getting, getting to share that. Great. But now that they're in Oregon, I don't want to think about somebody had brought up how many times will you go home a year to see your parents? How many times? So between now and the time that they're gone, you can maybe count on two hands how many times you're actually going to get to see your parents? And I'm like, whoa, don't, don't, yeah, put, it like, don't put it like that. It's, it's, it's the truth. It is the I, truth. And, That's and you why know what? I, yeah. The last 10 years before my, uh, well, my father passed away 14 years ago. Ooh, sorry. Um, my mother passed away, gosh, we're pushing two years ago now. And I look back, I had the same thoughts, same conversation with friends. Thanksgiving, once a year, was about the only time that I would go back and it wasn't that far. It just had these other lives and, and mm -hmm. this and that. And you always put excuses on it. But I look back on it, man, from when the time my dad passed away. So that was 12 years between mom and dad passing. I went maybe if it was a good year, twice a year. So in the last 10 years, we got to see her 10, 12, 11 times. Right. Friggin' terrible. I mean, yeah. I, I I feel guilty about that, but we still FaceTimed and we called yeah. and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera. But Social media, yeah, you know, so having So for all that's bad, it's yeah, good. it's good. Exactly. And that's, you know, I do get to talk to them a lot. I do get to, you know, have conversations. Like the, the miracle that happened with my brother yesterday, you know, we were all on the phone. We were all talking. We were, you know, it was all great, great news. So... Yeah, so take advantage of this opportunity. Call your mom. Exactly. Call your it, dad. It is amazing. Pause. How Pause this right now just... and call him. Yeah. Just do it. Do it for me. Do it for him. And then get back to this video, and, and it'll be fun. But call him right now. Yeah, on this You subject, might not get another chance. I'm sorry. Oh, credit JP. <laughs> but I was going to say, because of him, on the subject of our parents, 
I'm going to use the excuse that I'm British because I love using that as an excuse. He uses it all the time. It's I, fantastic. I use it all the time. Um, we're known for being stuffy. We're known for being... Um, but your teeth are surprisingly nice. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so the last time I saw my parents was 25 years ago when I came to the States. Wow. Um, my father is a great man, and, but we're not close. Well, if you look at my phone, I say hi. Three months later, I'll say, oh, hi, how you doing? Great. Three months later, I'll say hi. I started talking to my mom, who lives in, uh, in Canada. And I love talking to her. Every single day, I make sure that I say, good morning, mom, just because. Just because. Sometimes she'll answer it'll be a little bit, and then sometimes it'll be a long paragraph. But I've spoken to her more in the last six months than I have in 50 years. That's good. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to challenge you right now mm -hmm. to do that with your kids. And do that. Reach out to your dad. At, even try it every day. Just try it. See it what is happens. difficult, isn't it, though? Yeah. No, Just but getting yourself a, out of that comfort zone. Yeah, but I'm I'm asking you right now, so that way when you do look at your phone, you can be like, "Damn, Brian is challenging me." And if he doesn't respond, well, yeah, your conscience you is did. Clear. You you've you're making an effort to do that, and so, you're doing that with your kids, which is a they're your kids. They are, and it, it's bizarre again. JP, thank you. You forget. Remember I told you how I saw my, my kids as friends, uh -huh. not children. That changed the whole entire dynamic. As they grew, we were always equal. The way we talked, the way we handled the situations. And, and so I don't really see them as my kids. I have to mentally, and it's my wife that really does the amazing job of reminding me. But for the longest time, they're just friends. And the friends come and go and blah, blah, blah. But no. No. I'm a dad. Yeah. And I'm going to be their only dad. Right. And according to my wife, I still have 50 years left of life. Um, so <laughs> well done, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have to. I have to say hello. I have to say good morning. I have to be there for them. And I'm trying. Like I said, talking to Holly for the first time in so many years. And it was kind of interesting listening to what she had to say and how she perceives her life right now, what's going on. And the, she was open and honest to how she felt about me mm -hmm. in certain regards. And one of the things is that I should be more patient. I should not expect things from them when they're not ready. Good example, your son, not ready to go to college. Mm -hmm. However, when he was ready, he went. Yep. So. Exactly. Exactly. God, this is turning into a therapy session. I know. Today, huh? what's, a, what's up? <laughs> what's up? We were, we were, we were just... Literally talking about, you know, Chase doing his uh, homeless sexual thing yes. he's going to have to do, which is coming up. The guy leaves in two days. Uh -huh. And so on Friday, he literally could be sleeping on a bench in the rain and no. FaceTiming me. Or at least his house. Can you FaceTime well, me too when you're, <laughs> when, when you're on that bench or actually when you're in the first house with that first accepted <laughs> swipe from the from the... I got. I got to meet this girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I I, please. In, in fact, I think you should actually op start a new YouTube channel and just document this process. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh no, just a short a day. 
You know, uh-huh. here's this one. Here's the here's this bed I'm on tonight. Boom. Here's this one. Here's the bed I'm sleeping on tonight. It's just three days. It would be a short. Oh, short okay. One, so it's a docu series. We, can, we yes. can still we can still do it. You know, it's yeah. uh, I can document the entire thing like that. You yes. know, I've I've been editing in some very uh, uh, aesthetically pleasing places over there before. You know. Okay. But uh, uh, no, I could definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll take a picture of each couch that I'm sleeping on or bench, whatever it turns out to be. You know, and we'll if, see how that goes. If they have pets, make sure you get a shot of the dog, too. And cause. now he's going over there because of that voice that he has. He's oh, going because he's an nice. opera singer. So he's going over to sing opera in Austria. He's also going to be recording, you know, uh, piano recitals, uh, yeah. the, the some of the operas and stuff. So he's taking what he does here for us on this show. And he's taking that there and working with them and helping them out as well. And... And he has to fly on his own. And I, I couldn't believe that he was more fearful of flying by himself to another country than having nowhere to stay. And he, that's like, man, I got the looks. I got the charm. <laughs> I, I know I can. I, I, I was like, what is that? Parachuting where you go to a bar, you have nowhere to stay. Yeah. But you have. Until two in the morning, you have you know you, have, you scope out who's left. Yeah, but no, but now it's swipe right or swipe yeah. left. You know you don't have to go to the bar and do that. I've never done any of that. Trust me, <laughs> I've never done any of that. So you know, I was thinking about it. I'm like, uh, if if that's all I have to worry about is just getting on the right planes to get there, mm-hmm. then I'm in pretty good shape for this. I think. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. How often does someone put you on the spot and ask you to sing something? Uh, just about every time that uh, Brian ever tells him that I'm an opera singer. <laughs> and do you? Uh, it kind of depends on the uh, depends on the day, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, what about Tuesday the twenty seventh <laughs> <laughs> at one twenty four? Yeah, I, can, I'm just gonna say, can you sing Dadcast podcast? Just say Dadcast podcast in however opera way you would like. I I wonder I wonder what uh, melody I could put to that. You know. Uh, let me just kind of uh, let me think about this for a second, okay? Okay. Well, Ste- we'll, we'll steal a melody from another song. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. I was like, we'll just we'll put this to the the the, the Toreador, right? Let's do so. do Evita. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> switch the words. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, we'll let's see how this goes. Okay. I, well, I don't know how it's going to work out. Dadcast podcast is the best podcast that we know around here. On the 27th of June. <laughs> sure. Something like that. Um, around, around here, it's the second best podcast. Heroes Journey. Yeah, I was going to say, what about Heroes Journey, dude? You're Look, fired. I was just coming up with it on the spot, man. Look, you know? I know. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know how well it sounded over the microphone. So, you know, it'll just be what it is. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm texting. We light, you successfully lightened things yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. I had to. I had to. Um, but it's great job, dude. You, you, <laughs> see, you see what he does. And, and I'm bringing this up again because I'm super proud of him. But he was a part of a, uh, an opera that was here a couple of weeks ago. And it sold out two nights. It had two nights. It sold out two nights. Nice. And That's um, what you do. You know, I thought, you know, we're boys. I'm part of, you were part of a show together. I'll wait till the last minute. Hey, can you toss me a couple tickets? And he's like, this place is sold out, bro. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Wow, good for you, man. Would you peek over the fence, man? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it it kind of like a jukebox hero kind of thing where uh, where he just like put his ear to the wall. You know, yeah. like, listen to it. <laughs> I've seen him do his thing. It's it's pretty great. Um, before we wrap this thing up, um, dude, it's it's 
time flies when it's just you and I. Uh, I know. The, on a show like this. You and I have no problem None. filling time and talking. No. And I got to ask you. Yeah. You know, so from the hero's journey point of view, um, you know, going into this, where do you see something like, what do, you, what do you see yourself with in the next three, four, five years with DadCast? What are the goals? Or DadCast, or, or even outside of DadCast, what are JP's goals? Uh, it's an easy answer. Uh, I want this. Oh, yeah? In Medford. Okay. Um, I, I want to open up a studio where we can do our show where we can fly guests in, we can still do it via Zoom, where I can help the aspiring podcaster learn how to do what they do, help them along their journey, get them to the success that we've seen, and maybe even far better, and just provide a service that, like they do here at Sticky Paws, which is amazing, by the way, um, where we live. So mm -hmm. I don't have to come to Vegas 24 times a year. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, uh, that'll stop you yeah. from coming to Vegas. It won't. It won't. <laughs> but you know that, that that's like the business side. That's yeah. what I, I want to do. That. But as far as the podcast is concerned, I mean, we never started this thing to be make money, right? Okay. But now it's making a little bit of money, um, which is fine and dandy. But then I shifted perspective and said, you know what? If I'm going to make money off this, it's my passion. I love what I do. I've got no problem being behind one of these things, working in radio forever. Um, I would like to just do this. Right. I want to make my living behind this microphone, doing opening up the studio. And, and, and that's the ultimate goal. Five years is you know a successful, we're not talking making millions, but enough to support my family, my friends, the employees I may have at the time. Um, and making them all comfortable and continue the message because as a father, it does not ever end. I think I asked you off the air or even in, in passing conversation that it, this it, it's, 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 we're learning as dads mm -hmm. every time there's something new, you yeah. know, so even when they're your your parents of adult children, you're still learning what it's like Oops. to be a parent, a father to an adult child. Yeah, and then eventually they have children, and navigating and learning that, and like you said, are getting out of the way. It's their house, their rules. So many different things. It's always a constant learning process, and I just want to be a good dad all the time. Well, it and, sounds like you're doing a great job because you've already out here on a vacation. You but, have pushed and 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 kind of not pushed you. You encouraged um, a friend to step out of his comfort zone and do something that he's. Not comfortable yeah. with. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of that, man. Yeah. And that makes me feel good. But everyone is their own worst critic, right? Yeah. I, I don't feel like that guy. I know behind the scenes what you don't see on the podcast or what you don't see or I tell about. I know how I am at home behind closed doors sometimes with these children. And I guarantee you guys, I can be better. Yeah, well, we all can. <laughs> and the thing is, we can always work harder. Um, and speaking of somebody working harder... We just got Nick Martin back from Dadcast. Oh. He just jumped back on, so we can say goodbye. We got about a minute left. Wait, Chase, can you put me back on real quick? Nick, it's good to see you, buddy. What up? <laughs> okay. Oh, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you. You missed out on a lot of therapy uh, on this on this episode. But, um, you know, I just wanted to – I want to ask you, you know, where, what do you see Dadcast? We have a minute. So what's your goals? <laughs> where, where do you want to be? with this and what what do you want to see nick martin 
doing? I'm pretty much on the same page as JP. I want to make sure that we're still putting out that positive parenting message. Um, if and when we have a bunch of employees, we're able to take care of our employees. We're you know able to support our families, our friends, and obviously just continue to push that positive parenting message out to other dads, other moms that could be struggling with dealing with kids at home or whatever, or adult children that have their own kids. And, you know, it's, it's, it takes a village. It's not, we can't do this on our own. So that's that's how, that's where I see us hopefully, you know, in the next five to 10 years of continuing to do this, talking to other really cool dads that have really cool messages and, I'm learning new stuff every time we have a guest on, so it's it's been good for me. It's awesome, and it was awesome having you yeah. as a, a like co-host and guest because co-co-host, co-co-host, because <laughs> it's the most I've heard you speak ever <laughs> on <right>? an episode. <laughs> it is. I loved it. So proud. I loved it. Oh come on, guys! I'm getting better. Yeah, we're just giving you a hard time. Uh, we love you, dude. Um, love so you before we wrap this up, uh, shout out to. Uh, Dadcast, Dadcast sponsors one more time. Absolutely. Uh, BlueChew.com, Redcon One Weapons out of Eagle Point, Oregon. Of course, Lions Not Sheep, right? Yeah. Right? And uh, Fucked Up Energy. There you go. And and I'm going to throw it out, too. JPS Computers, man. Our boy, Jesse. Yeah, He does a lot of work for us, too, behind yes, the scenes, man. Yes, he does. Um, really, really great. SMP Inc. here for Heroes Journey Podcast. And I want to send my love to my boy Chase Gutierrez, everybody, the the voice who is leaving for Austria. Dude, thank you so much. I, th- I think if I had a nickel for the times you mentioned that in the past uh, three days, I think I would be a very rich man. Myself. Yes, but I'm, really, I'm I'm super proud of you. And this, we talk about these things all the time, uh, you know, behind the scenes. Um, thank you, Robert Craig. For your English accent and for being <laughs> I vulnerable, fun. I had fun. For being vulnerable, though, and and sharing, you know, our, you know, your flaws and your the things that you're looking into because we all have them. You know, I say with this show, we wake up the hero of our own story, and every day I have to remind myself, what am I going to do today that's going to make me better than I was yesterday. And Nick Martin, thank you so much, dude. Thanks for jumping on here. Love you. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, guys. You are always, always, always grinding. Always. But just take care of your health. Okay, man? Okay? Working on it. Okay. Yeah. Work so, harder. <clears throat> yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, my name is Brian Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Brian Hopkins. This is a Hero's Journey podcast. And hopefully you took away something from this that, that helped you with, with today, with tomorrow, with the next. And if you actually hit pause... And listen to JP and called your parents. Bravo. Um, and this is a Dadcast Hero's Journey podcast episode. We'll see you guys. Dream. And I believe it's coming around, it's coming around to me.